powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Welcome back, everybody. Leaf fans, Mitch Marner is on a 20-game point streak. Let me say that again. Mitch Marner is on a 20-game point streak. Wait, 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 wait. Did I hear that correctly? Did you just say Our Mitchell freaking Marner is on a 20-game point streak? Hit, Hold on. Hit the go button. Off like I, hit the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I can't hear it, buddy. Never mind. <laughs> the bit was ruined. I had an air horn ready. You had one job. But I you know what the horn. Leafs did not do? They did not pull a Fuad. They did not leaf it in the third. Wow. They played probably the most defensively solid I game I have seen in – Half a decade? Does that sound about I think right? Mean, yeah, a goalie. A, a goalie performance. I mean, that was... I, I don't know if it was... First of all, let's introduce our guest. We have the wonderful... The Mick one and Barton. only. Nick Welcome. Barton. Hello. Came over to Toronto. Thank you for having me. Everybody's, Nick, everybody's favorite Marley's insider. Everybody's favorite Marley's everything. Nick Barden. Listen, when a guy gets called up and you never heard of him... Nick Barden has, and he'll tell you all about it. I've heard about everyone. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, this was a game of goalie. This was a game of Matt Murray. I mean, there's a lot of other things. But I don't remember the last time, Nick and Lauren, the last time that the Leafs had a goalie where they could just snatch the win from the jaws of defeat. Like, armed robbery steal the game. Like, I don't remember the last time that they had someone who could do that. And evidently, it's Matt Murray. The Leafs goalied somebody. Goalied somebody. That's what they did. That's what always happens to us. It's poetic. He did it so easily too. Like he looks so calm all the time. There were. There's never a point where he looks. Yeah. There's never a point where he looks stressed out. Absolutely not. He got bumped into like three or four times in the game, and he was fine. Yeah. Can 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 I can I stop? Can people stop running into Matt Murray? We're trying to have a positive space in this season and have positive shows. Stop trying to injure him. <laughs> Stop it. Hasn't he been hurt enough? He's Come been on, enough. Guys. Well, Come on, guys. Well, before we go on, because there's a lot of spice so much to talk, to talk about, about in this about. game. So much to talk about. Think you know the way it's going to go? Whether Make your bet with sports interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, sports interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live and play, or one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. So aside from our good friend Matt Murray, I, for some reason my mind was going to say Jack Campbell. I'm like, ah, I am. <laughs> but Matt Murray, aside from Matt Murray absolutely stealing the game, yes, we had Mitch Marner. Getting the completing the points, completing the 20 game point streak and like the first few minutes, like it's it's not even like he's pressing to get it. It's just easy. It just like he's on another level right now. And ending Jason Robertson's point streak very effectively tonight. That that was big. Yeah. Yeah. The lesser of the two Robertsons. Let's just uh, (laughs) let's just call it that. No, I'm just kidding. He's he's amazing. (laughs) But yeah, like that's uh, what what an interesting what an interesting game because, you know, it had all of the defensive breakdowns and, you know, drop passes that lead to um, almost calamities that a lot of Leaf games are used to. But the difference was the goaltending. Like, it was 
like back last season, season before, even Frederick Anderson, I don't, I don't think he gets you a shutout in that game. Yeah, I, I, I would say, I mean, maybe he does. I, I don't know, but like the Leafs in this game, like they really like that's the end of the second period. That five on three was. Just that was re- incredible. Just that ridiculous. Was, that was probably one of the best least penalty kills I've ever seen. Uh, and, and and underratedly in this, like I I you know trying to gather up all the good things to say about people was was Rasmus Sandin there. Like he was fearless getting in front of pucks. Like I hadn't seen that side of Rasmus Sandin. I always like he always had that kind of you know offensive defenseman didn't give you much in way of grit or you know getting in getting in front of the nets and stuff like getting in front of the net and breaking up passes but man was he good there the last couple seasons there's actually been i can't i can't i couldn't tell you the game i'm sure steve could if you asked him but there was a game i want to say it was last season where um sandine laid like a reverse hit and like flattened somebody and he's not like a an overly large guy right but somehow rasmus sandine and Rasmus Dahlin, who also had a huge hit the other night. These, like, seemingly small but very offensively-minded defensemen are laying these, like, ridiculous hits. And tonight, I don't remember who, I, I don't remember who it was against, but um, Rasmus Sandin just, like, shoves the, shoves the player over and just, like, takes the puck and skates away. And he was unbelievable tonight. Him and Liljegren. Like, Liljegren started the second period leading the Leafs in ice time. Which I didn't have on my bingo card for tonight, guys. I don't know about you, but like, wow, the pair of them had such a good game tonight. Like, extra hand up for those guys. My goodness. And you always hear the cliche. You always think it's a cliche when you know when they say next man up, next man up. Oh, you know this injury. It's a you know it's a it's a chance to see what we have. You know they'll try to have that copium saying that. But in this case, I think it has. Like it, it they've been these two guys who've been you know young guys that you, you know plenty about you know, who've been developing a long time in the Marlies and people are like, when are these guys going to do something? When are they going to pop? And, you know, now suddenly they're thrust into the spotlight here. You're the toughest assignment right now. And, and they know, did they're, it. They're doing it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because it looked like, like when Sandine was out and he missed training camp for a little bit. Yeah. It sort of felt like Timothy Lagrin was sort of getting the edge in terms of like being good um, being defensively relied upon. And this game sort of, to me, shifted that. And it really, Timothy Lilligren has been good throughout the whole season. To me, he's been consistent. He's he's played really good and he's been really reliable. But for Rasmus Sandin tonight, it, it sort of showed that he can go to another level. And when he can get to that next level, there's a lot there. And he was obviously supposed to be like the Leafs next big defenseman and he he showed it tonight he showed everything that you'd want in a guy who's going to be the next up after Morgan Riley really gets less of an opportunity as he gets older so that was really incredible to see just how good he performed under a big moment too when they're down to to three guys it it was a really special thing to see him really just to see him progress that much and have that opportunity and really show it in the opportunity that he had. Yeah. And he just completely rose to the occasion, right? There was an opportunity tonight. You know, you, you tweeted out that Mete left 
uh, and and who's up next down the pipeline if he is in fact like out and somebody doesn't come back and please go into that list so that just for a second least fans we're going to talk about the win and everything more but it like if if mete doesn't come back like who's next uh do you really want to know that list uh it's we'll probably be hearing the names for the first time (laughs) it well if tj tj brody's yeah close apparently he's close so he'll probably he'll probably be back and worst case scenario, whoever they call up isn't going to get into an NHL game. They're, they'll probably just sit in the press box. But the only yeah. three guys in Toronto are William Villeneuve. He just won uh, the Memorial Cup last year. He's played 14 games in the AHL, 14 pro games. So there's him. Uh, Miko Kokinen. he has around, I think, 19 games in the AHL. And I think 11 of those came in the 2020 season or 2021 sorry when there was the taxi squad so the ahl wasn't really the ahl yeah and then axel rendell has played not even 10 games in the ahl in pro hockey in north america so those are the three guys so um, how are your 10 games well now you're going to the show it's like no pressure kid no pressure yeah i mean <laughs> It sounds to me like William Villeneuve. He's he's very he's young, new. isn't he? He's yeah, pretty young. He, like he was picked young. in twenty twenty, right? Uh, my memory's very bad, but yeah, it was a cold yeah, time. I think, I think it was. You know, nobody I, remembers anything. <laughs> yeah, I think it was twenty twenty. But there with him, I like I talked to Marley's head coach Greg Moore today, and he's he said something along the lines of like he's showing a little bit right now of what he's fully capable of. But when he gets stronger, when he gets more confident, there's just going to be a sudden pop, and he's just going to show that he's going to be a good defender. Like there, I, th- I believe the Leafs are really high on him, Miko Kokinen as well. He's he's if there was a defender that would get called up, I, I'd say it'd be Kokinen because he is a left shot, and if. Brody's not. Imagine that we are needing a left shot, not a right shot, right? Yeah, like <laughs> Brody, like if Brody's not back, like you could see maybe a third pairing of, like you wouldn't want to see two righties in Hallwell and Timmins. Uh, I I'd rather test that out than bring Kokinen up, but yeah, those those are the three guys that who could get a call up. I doubt it happens. I mean, let's hope it doesn't get there. Yeah, we didn't see, we didn't think that. I heard someone saying, yeah, people were saying that Brody might be back on Thursday, which is, yeah. which would be great. It would help the, really this team really stabilize. You know, yeah. Obviously, they played well without any defensemen, but you can't count on that to go on. Like it's, it can be a cute story to where it's like everybody rose to the occasion, and but it just doesn't work like that at the playoffs. You know, so um, I got to say also, like lost in all the like the craziness of the way the game went and some of the other performances. We say this every game. Austin Matthews is back like he never left. All right? He's back. I don't know if you guys ever watched The Wire. In the show The Wire, there was this character named Omar, and he was the most feared guy in the town. He wouldn't come often, but when he did, he'd be like... He'd he'd whistle, and everybody would scatter. And, like, when Matthews had the puck, I was like... He had it for a few seconds, and then nobody would... They're like... What do we do? What do, do we do? do, 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 and, then, do. and then he just... Yeah, like, they I just gave him an open lane. They were like, Austin, 
We have a gift for you. We know you're from the Southwest. So we're going to give you a goal. They just give it to him on a silver platter. Like, we heard you on an open lane. Like, it was, it was crazy. It was great. But, uh, yeah, he's like, and now they're saying he's on pace for like, because I know they were saying the pace, like it was kind of like a, not, not a, not a gimmick, but it was like, you know, oh, his pace is only 32 goals. But like, I'm not a math genius, but every time he scores another goal, the pace like adds another five goals. So, uh, so I think he's on pace for his second highest total in his career. So, like he's he's back, back guys. He's back. That's all I gotta say. He, he was great. Dallas. He yes, he does love Dallas, and thank goodness he doesn't. You know, like green and black, and he likes blue and white instead. It's so great to have him on our team, and not only is it good to have him, but we need to talk about the star of the game, other than Matt Marner. Matt Marner. Wow. No, Matt Mitch Marner. Marner. Yes. The hybrid of them both. He plays goalie and forward. No. <laughs> get that. Mitch get Marner. This, on his shirts, 20. On his shirts. Right. Uh, Mitch Marner on his 20 game part streak. What a game for him. He they brought up in the intermission that some people are saying that he should be nominated for the Selkie. And w- with the way he's playing, it's hard to have an argument against that. Really? He's playing so well. As a forward, he's playing so well defensively. It's yeah. it's jarring sometimes to realize how much he's on the ice and how impactful he is. He's so good, and he's playing so well lately, and I'm so glad that he's getting some of the celebration that other players on the Leafs have gotten recently, right? Like, there's been lots about Tavares coming and Matthews and how great he's been. And Marner has always been, like, really good. He's... And just because he doesn't play the same way as Matthews, he doesn't always get recognized. So for him to, you know, all of a sudden have a record that's his own, I think it must feel so good for him, even though he's trying to play it down, right? Oh, God, just worrying about the games. And I'm sure he is, but he must feel so good. And I hope he, I hope it keeps going. I hope that he breaks. Who's the, who has the record? They posted it. It was like the record of all time. No, 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 no. They of the say. last like twenty five years, it was like Patrick Kane, oh, and yeah. uh, and the uh, non Gretzky one. Is that just like, <laughs> yeah. Gretzky doesn't count? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like no, we don't mean that one. Who? That's, Who's yeah, that? it's just, we don't. Yeah, we don't mean that guy. But yeah, yeah. Marner, he's been like, I, he might be like right now the best guy on that team. I don't. I was gonna ask like, you that actually. I, I, I really do like Matthews, but Marner is he's hitting another level. Like you you don't see like I I honestly I, I didn't think that there was only a small amount of players that hit 20 game point streaks. Like that part when I seen that, that was pretty crazy to me. Just that he's in that sort of company. Like you don't you don't really like it's it's so it to me it's fascinating that he's doing it the way he is the way that he's he he's has everywhere he's yeah. like he's like rain on that ice like he covers it like rain basically he's like he's just everywhere and he's what? doing it as well like just defensively too he's doing everything right there's nothing that he's doing wrong and it's it's so it's refreshing to see that after the disappointing things that have happened the last two playoffs for him. Like it seems like now it's, it's been said every year, but like he's hitting another level and he hits that other level and you just, there's a leap. 
There's a yeah. definite leap there. Yeah, so you, you just think, like, can it leak into the playoffs? And if it does leak into the playoffs, that's a good guy you got there alongside Austin Matthews. If it leaks into the playoffs, you're winning the series. But, exactly. like, that's been the difference. Like, let's be honest. Like, you can blame, you know, tertiary players here and there, you know, about, like, little mistakes like Kerfoot last playoffs. Anyway, uh, but you could blame those those plays. But if your stars don't take you over the finish line, that's ultimately like that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? And it's funny that you talk about point streaks. That you know, let's not forget Jason Robertson's point streak did end tonight. Uh, it was at an, an amazing eighteen games, right? It was at eighteen games. And yeah, I think so. The fact that he had those two guys going head to head in a, in a game it kind of just shows like all of a sudden the league is so young and talented at the same time. Like you have guys like I looked at the top points leaders and it's all guys like in the range of 24 to 26. Like I saw a couple 27s there, but like the league isn't, the league is in fantastic shape talent wise. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like I, as much as you say that, it just makes me feel old. Like I was, I I'm born the same year as Austin Matthews. So I'm born like the same year as like Morgan Riley. So now I'm starting to feel old. But like saying like Morgan Riley's declining. The people were saying that I'm like, what do you mean they're declining? I'm young. But yeah, it's like, it's like I remember him getting drafted, and I was like, what am I doing with my life? And then oh. it it it's just like, what people are like, oh, he's been in the year, he's been in the league for like six or seven years, and I'm like. There's no way he's been in the league for that long. And then you look at it and he's like, like, oh, my God. Oh, yes, he has. (laughs) So, like, when you say, like, these guys are all young, it's like, at the same time, some of them aren't. And it's... It's It's it's, prime time. Let's just say it's... it's It it is prime time. This is where they're hating their their apex, what should be the apex. And this is going to be the time where we got to appreciate the players that the Leafs have because... Before you know it, like they're gonna be gone, and then what? Like, what's who's next? There's, it seems like they've gone all in right now, and obviously, like if at this point, deservedly so, it looks like yeah, but, yeah, and like they're they're gonna be there, Matthews Marner, they're gonna be there for a long time, but yeah, though the league is, it's it is getting younger. A lot of guys are like, I, I don't know how old Jason Robertson is, but he's. He'd be he's, like 24, I think I saw. That might be yeah. he was a 17 pick, right? 2017, I think. So even like that, that's that's really good. That's it's it's exciting to see too that the league does get younger and that the the age range where guys can play, like they could come into the league at like 19, hit their stride at 21, 22, and just have like six or seven years, maybe longer, where they're good. That's that's really exciting to see. And it's right there. We're here. We don't have a Matthews in the wings. We have a Matthew Nyes in the wings, but you know, he's not he's not Austin Matthews, he's not Mitch Marner, right? He's not he's not that same level of player that we have right now that we haven't had in a generation, right? Like my dad has never seen a player like Austin Matthews on the Leafs. No, like, <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, not, I mean, not not since I was born, basically, right? And that was a long talk, time ago. And yeah, you talk to like Red Wings fans or or Pen- or you know Montreal fans, and you're like, I saw a player like that five years ago. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, 
Maybe and, the older Red Wings fans, but yeah. And it and it you're right, Nick. Like it it's so special to see this and and it, it couldn't be coming at a better time. And we need to take advantage of it now because we don't know when it's gonna end, right? Like we talk about all of these things and, and everybody always makes fun of Leaf fans that we're always in like the Captain Dread camp and that we have all of these views that everybody's going to leave. But it's because we haven't had players like this. So, yeah, of course we don't want to lose it. Like, who wouldn't be worried about losing somebody like that? And so I think for us to just take advantage of it and live in the moment now is like how we get through as Leaf fans nowadays after hard playoff losses. And and seeing this in November and seeing them have the capability to play this defensively strong against Dallas to beat them th- for nothing. Like that's not nothing. It's not nothing. Matt Murray can goalie people guys. Rest of the league watch out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Somebody can goalie people. Is this what it feels like to be the, the goalie in the goalieing or part of the, <laughs> is this what it feels like? I, I, I'm like, I don't know how to feel right I now. I like it. I like it. It was stressful. It's weird. It was stressful, <laughs> but it was very good. And it was very know, good to see. To your point about, about like being sad about players leaving. Like I, when was the last time that we had a player worth being that anxious about? Like, I remember when I was a kid, like when I was maybe like 2007 or so, like Sundin was still considering it considering leaving and people were like yeah he's you know but he's old old. right like if matthews left like like there would be like five days of mourning in toronto like you'd have to call you'd have to close everything like there'd be a five-day holiday somebody would burn down a ttc bus a hundred percent a hundred percent somebody would like burn down a ttc bus you're thinking it's gonna go purge it's not gonna happen but anyway let's (laughs) not catastrophize (laughs) see we're already catastrophizing about it No, we need to live in the happy. Like, listen, guys, that li- there was lots to be happy about this game. Even the even the second half of the power plays that the Leafs did get, the ones that they didn't take. Like, we played what a third of the game in special teams tonight. It was a lot. It was a lot, including a double minor that David Camp looked great in. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. So so Lauren's favorite players is David Camp and. Uh... Oh, more really? and more, I I kind of see why. Well, I don't know about her favorite player, but it's it's kind he's, of like a it's, he's up there. It's a running it's a running uh, it's a running gag. But, I think um, he's very underrated. It's not I, a gag anymore. He's fantastic. He is, and everybody's starting to wake up finally. I think I think David Camp is uh, the Leafs' Philip Deneau. That's what I think. He's a defensive powerhouse. He he's gonna get paid a lot of money. Oh, don't say that. La, 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 la. No, he is. <laughs> we don't he, want to hear that. He totally is. I, I oh, he's going to take a discount because he loves the game and he wants to stay. He likes the Leafs, for sure. With, he likes with the, the With the cap Hometown going discount. up, he could stay. He could stay. He stay. It's true. Camp stay. He's going to camp out in Toronto for a long time. Hey. I can just feel it, guys. If I, I could figure out how, if I could figure out how to make those air horns work, I would give you air horns <laughs> right now. I'd just go, meow, 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 meow. Yeah, it turns out your your vocal air horns are way better than the ones you have on your phone. Go figure. I don't know why I did that. I don't know. I, I it connected to my Bluetooth or something. Like I felt so I felt really <laughs> stupid to start the show. But what's not stupid? You know what's not stupid? Sharing the show, liking everything, telling all of your friends, tweet it out, tell them about the show. You know, they don't have to jump in live. They could rewind it. You know, you can watch it from the beginning because you don't want to miss all the great things we said. 
You know that uh, yeah, you know tell- somebody that's up right now that isn't watching this. So tell them and be like, hey, come hang out. Let's talk about hockey. You know you watch tell the everyone, too. Tell everyone Nick Barton is here. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Who wouldn't want to hang out with Nick? Like, this is a glorious occasion, all right? <laughs> I have all the news you need to know. It's true. Listen, and he's going to tell you. He's going to tell you about the future, okay? Who doesn't want to know about the future? I know something about the future, but I'm not going to say it on this podcast. Well, that's okay. Stay Just... tuned tomorrow. Ooh. Around okay. the Toronto Marlies. I'm excited. The Toronto Marlies are, are moving to Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> Why would you? There's already enough Sault Ste. Marie love in the leaves, okay? I don't think we need, I don't think we need to up that ante. Um, but... Since we're talking about how great Matt Murray was and how much of a difference maker he was, Leafs legend Joseph Wool has come back from injury, Nick Barden. And he yes. is he is polishing himself a nice little start to his season. Can we finally have a homegrown goalie? I mean, James Reimer was, but like, can we finally have a homegrown goalie? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's a few guys. Like, you look at, like, tell Wool, me, Wool is close. He's not. He he played last season. He was really good. Uh, he would be probably the closest with Eric Schalgren. Um, Petrozelli, he's also an interesting one. I'm really interested to see what the Marlies do with him since they have three goalies. And then they have Dryden McKay and Luke Cavillan with uh, the Newfoundland Growlers. And those two guys are... Cavillan has had a really good season. Uh, Petrozelli... Nope, sorry. Dryden McKay as well. His story is just so fascinating. Hobie Baker winner. He, I, I believe in college, he had more shutouts than he had losses. Um, but I, I'm not sure how he's done that. But yeah, those two guys are really good. Joseph Wool. I, 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 there has to be, he should be, Maybe say there's an injury in a few months with either Samsonov or Murray. Let's not, let's not say that. But yeah, go <laughs> let's on. Let's not say that. But if there is, I think it's worth giving him another chance. Like Shalgren's got a lot of the time because of Wool's injuries. No, but you got to see what you have. Like you have to see what you have. Exactly. I agree with that. You know, like I don't think you think Shalgren is going to be a potential long term answer. Like he's, I, I don't think so. He's a good stopgap, uh, good, good trooper. But uh, honestly, I would like Wall has to become a great goalie. Like his name is Wall. It, he's got to be good. It's literally like in Seinfeld, where the library cop was named Bookman. Like it, it, it has to <laughs> it's happen. Destiny. It's destiny, destiny, written in the stars, million miles away. All right, he's he's got it. I I I, think, so. I, I, I think he does. It's just it's don't, don't tease it's, me now. <laughs> but it's it's so hard to do goalies. It's so hard to figure out goalies like. Like there's you don't goalies. even know when they're good if when they're good in the pros because all exactly. of a sudden they won't be right like you're seeing yeah. with Cal Peterson, like they could <laughs> even in the AHL like they could play horribly and somehow they get to the NHL and it just clicks for them like maybe they're better with more speed maybe they're better with less speed in the AHL and then they can't handle the speed of the NHL or just all of those things uh, Joseph Wald in particular is very athletic. And like he has a lot of athleticism the way he moves. Um he he's really good at making saves that you didn't think were possible. <laughs> That's one of the things that I've learned about him in the last really one or two years. Yeah, he makes a few highlight real saves. He's a great dude as well. Like 
he's always happy wherever he is. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a lot. He's got, he's got enough. Like he had a nine eleven save percentage when he played with the Leafs last year. And I think four games. So there, there's, there's something there. It's just, he's, he's got to get his rhythm back after being injured for six months. I think it was. So once he gets a little bit of runway, I think if there is an injury, knock on wood, but if there is one, I could see him being the next guy up and letting Shalgren sort of find, I don't know if you'd say finding comp, his confidence again would be the right word, but just getting a steady pace, steady rhythm in a league where, yeah, where in a league where he could, he can hold himself above water. And I'm not saying he couldn't hold himself above water in the NHL because he, he was, I'd say he was pretty good for what they needed, but they're obviously the Leafs saw that there could be another level from him because um, they signed him. So it'll it'll be interesting to see because his AHL numbers haven't always been the best. If he can really have a consistent season or however long it might be with the Marlies. Well, for sure. And I, I looked up his stats earlier. Of course, now I can't find where I wrote it. But he has he's, what, 3-0 and since he's been back in like a 934 or something. Like, if if he can if he can come back, I see what you mean. Like, he when he did play last year, and I think he also, I don't think he played in the bubble, but I know he was in the bubble with the Leafs a couple years ago. Um, and he did, he has the ability to make really good saves and anybody that watches hockey for, you know, a, a period of time and follows a team knows that goalies take like four years longer usually than any other player to get even close to being ready to be a starter or even a really solid backup, right? There are some exceptions, you know, not everybody yeah. is Dan Vladar, but it does happen, but it does. Or Matt it, Murray. Or, or, <laughs> or Matt Murray. He, he came in, he came in. 21, 22 years old, right? When he yeah. won the Stanley Cups, when he won those back-to-back Cups as a rookie. Yeah. And, uh, like, speaking of Matt Murray, and like, there's actually some people, like, on the chat saying, like, it's a bit of a debate. Like, so he's, last few games, he's been on on a, use the overturned word here, overused word here, heater, the past few games. And, um, obviously, now you're going to have that debate. Like, do you ride the hot hand, so to speak, or do you risk you know, pushing him too much because I've been saying like Matt Murray has got to get the the Raptors Kawhi treatment. They got to put him in dry ice and be like, no, like once, twice a week, maybe, you know, and just ride him to the playoffs. Like, what what do you guys think? Is it about a short-term kind of view or are you talking about April down the line? You want to go ahead first, Lauren? (laughs) It's so hard because I feel like Anytime any of our goalies play and anybody gets close to breathing on them, I'm, I do one of these, oh, no, because, you know, they've already both been injured this season and they both have history of injuries. And I don't think it would be a bad thing to give them both opportunity to take some time off. But how do you not play Murray again after how he played tonight? Like, I guess depending on how he's feeling, of course. Yeah. But if he's up for it, like, there were so many saves tonight where Jack Campbell doesn't make that save. Oilers fans know. Like, he he absolutely, like, when, okay, so the first one, the first amazing save that I, I wrote down, the Sagan save, yeah. which was, it was, like, 
point blank period in the slot, like an NHL 21 goal, 20 NHL 21. That's the one I have <laughs> NHL 23 goal. Okay. That's like, I'm dating myself. So like he had that save just telegraphed. And then you had that mad scramble in the second. Yeah. It came back. I don't know who the player was on the wing and it came back to him. And I think it was Matt ben. Murray is halfway on his ass. And yeah. I'm like, it's a goal. It's a goal. It's okay. It's yeah. fine. And I'm like, like, I was like, my eyeballs went like that. After he was that like save. Stretch Armstrong in the goal. I couldn't believe that he stretched that way. I didn't know people stretched that way. Who's like, Stretch Armstrong? Oh, see, now my age is showing. Um, it was a toy in the early 90s where you could just stretch him forever. And it was just, it was, it was actually a wrestler. Huh, go figure. Um, but he just like bent his whole body and it was like, holy i shouted my wife got upset with me because i shouted what a save because it was very late because the game started way later than i thought it did yesterday mm-hmm. i didn't realize what time the game started today guys it's a good it thing a i checked time. yeah i was i mean i'm usually up this late anyway but not talking to all of you fine folk oh hey you know hey the chat is up you know the real people in the chat not not the bots you know We've been fighting a bot problem. It's it's almost like you have it's almost like we have ants or something. That's how I kind of feel. <laughs> it's like that's how we talk about it. Like you know when you have ants in the house and then you're like, you just can't. Get someone's rid of them. like, look at the ants. Did you see the ants right there? So that's how we are with the bots. Like you know is that's it, how we are. <laughs> isn't Robert there to get the bots? What is he doing? Oh my god, he's there. He's there. But you know where he's he's, he's got to be getting rid of the bots. He's a bot. He's the bot killer. You no, know, I actually. I stamp them out as I'm talking. He's like the assassin of all of the bots. Uh, Jay Money says time to resign Harry Sateri to beef up the goalie depth. Jeez, that's, that's rude. Annoyed. That's rude. That's tough times, eh? It's rude. Those were rough times with the, with the goaltending. <laughs> we're like people. People were mad about that. Like, like I'm like, I didn't get it. I'm like, didn't he just play? He he played in Finland, but like the yeah. Finnish league is not it, the NHL. So it was just like, dirty of the Harry Sateri, and I'm like. I'm like, sorry, who is he? That's so you, guys, like, you guys remember Viney Vevelinen? Oh my god. I forgot about that name until you just said name. it. I'm trying to remember now. It does ring a bell. It rings a bell. Yeah, he's a name. He's a guy. You just dusted off some old file folder I had in some cabinet back there. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. know it was back there. Oh my gosh. It's so like I a... say... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 please. So yeah, I wanted to say, but like we you know, before we uh, before we wrap it up, we do want to talk about what you do, Nick Barden. You are a beat writer for the Toronto Marlies um, for the Leafs Nation Network, correct? That is correct. And uh, yeah, like tell us about that gig. Like, what do you do on a day to day? Like, what's what's a kind of a day in the life at Marlies practice slash games? Uh, it's. I mean, it's sort of similar to Leafs practices in a way. Um, there's not really as many people at Marley's practice. I'm usually like the only reporter there, uh, which is nice. It's, it's a good thing. I'd, I'd say it's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's it's um, the day-to-day looks pretty – like it's not – there's not really – a lot to report on a day-to-day with the Marlies because they are a team that uh, is in the AHL. And as much as there is a lot to talk about in the AHL, the NHL is really the big 
beefy thing that a lot of people want to hear about. It's also so transient too, right? You're like, there's guys just probably just bust, just shuffling in and out every game. Yeah, there's right? a so. there's a lot of players. It sometimes <laughs> it gets overwhelming because, like, I'll be sitting at practice, and with the Leafs, it's good because they have numbers on the back of their jerseys. The Marlies don't have any numbers on the back of their jerseys. The only numbers they have are on the back of their helmets. Oh so, my god! Even even the even the elementary school pennies had numbers. Come <laughs> on, man. Come on, Marlies. Remember the pennies you'd get when you're playing in gym class? I yeah. think some of them would have like numbers, right? Man. Yeah. So it's oh. it's 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 always fun trying to figure out who players are if I've never seen them. And even there's. Some I just guys picture that, you sitting in the bleachers with a tiny pair of binoculars and like a pen, being like, just, "Who the fuck is that?" I, I, I like, like I said to you guys before, like I, I, I have glasses. I don't wear them, so like there's times where I'm just like, "Who the hell is this person <laughs> on the ice?" Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's really nice when guys get called up because I know a lot more about them. It's also sort of nice for me because I'm around them so much yeah. that I like you interact with them. You get to see yeah. just the type of people they are and to see them get to the next level and achieve their dream is something that's really cool to me. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's really it. The day to day again, if there's a practice, I'm at the practice. Uh, a lot of the stuff I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's like the lines and stuff, they change so much that it's just so it's not hard to track, but like there's <laughs> feels there's redundant at some, to, to some to some degree. Not that, but like just like say like today there was a practice like I could like follow the lines, which I do, but I don't tweet them because things change so much. So there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of change, a lot of turnover um but yeah no it's 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 always interesting especially with a lot of the people like Semyon Dargachinsev he's he's a very interesting dude um yeah I was gonna ask and about had him his first game about, tonight yeah I was yeah. gonna ask him to talk about you know what what like you know under the radar Marley prospects that you know fans casual more casual fans at the Leafs you know wouldn't recognize but like you know who can you sort of give some hype to uh I'm really interested again in William Villeneuve just to see like how he progresses. He's really, he's one of them since he's the least draft pick that I really am excited to see. Uh, Max Ellis is an interesting one. He's starting to figure the AHL out early on. He's signed with the Leafs. So that would be the Leafs guy. And then if I had to choose one, that's there's actually a few on AHL contracts, Noel Hoffenmeyer. He's, who we defenseman. just drafted this year, right? This past this past he's, season we drafted. No, he's oh, not he, He's I was thinking Fraser Minton. I don't or, know why. Yeah. Um uh, Hoffenmeyer I, I believe I don't know who he was drafted by. It might have been Dallas, but he's a defenseman, he's very offensively gifted. He has an incredible slap shot. Um Ooh, we don't have anybody that has that. Not yeah. That's not injured right now anyway. So, so he's one of the guys he's, I, he's almost at a point per game, uh, 20 games in. So he's one that I could really see push to get an NHL deal with the Leafs. Obviously if they clear contract spaces, uh, Marshall Rafai, another one that I'm really high on Graham Slaggart. Not a lot of people know about him. He's another sneaky guy that I think 
in maybe a year could find himself in an NHL deal, but he's still either way a solid AHL guy. Uh, but yeah, the defense is more of a a thing where I'd say there could be guys that come on NHL deals like Hoffenmeyer, like Marshall Rafai, since they already have like the Alex Steves, Semyon Argachinsev, um, Joey Anderson's there, uh, Nick Abrazizi. I, I could see them going for a defenseman to sign, uh, but I could also see them get a guy like Graham Slager under a contract, but that, that one might be a little bit longer down the road. But yeah, those are the few players that are in the pipeline. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty high on. Well, and oh, how, right. how do you, before we sign off, how do you think SDA played tonight? He didn't get a whole lot of opportunity no. because we played so much shorthand. Yeah, I tried to look, I tried to look for him for him. Like, I'm like, I'm like 85, right? 85. I, I just remember the number and I'm like, hey, where is he? <laughs> like, where'd he go? There was so much special teams. I think yeah. he finished with like teams. special game. Uh, like yeah, six like or I seven minutes. It six was not or a seven lot. minutes. I, I really, when Matthew scored his goal, like SDA was right there. I really wanted, like on the first chance, I really wanted him to pass to SDA. I was screaming at my computer screen, <laughs> telling him to pass. He never did, because that would have been a sure goal for SDA. But but yeah, hopefully, I'm not sure if he'll get into another game with them being back in Toronto. I, I would like to see him get into another one uh, and get some time and figure himself out, because it was interesting when he did talk to the media yesterday. He talked a lot about him finding confidence in the AHL. And when he found his confidence, he was the same player that he was in the OHL. So I wonder if he finds that confidence in the NHL, if he can sort of, obviously he probably won't be that same guy because I kind of consider him like a mini Marner in a sense. Like he can create plays like Marner can, maybe not to the same extent, but it's there in the AHL. So maybe when he finds his confidence at the NHL, maybe there's something there. Hopefully he gets into another game. Well, and we can only hope that we see more, and and we're going to see more of all these prospects, right? And it's it's been really yeah. great having you on tonight, and and I'm glad that we had a prospect on the team. Not that there was much to talk about with them, unfortunately, because he didn't play because the Leafs decided to take <clears throat> like six or seven penalties. Um, but the Leafs won, everybody. Oof. Alex Did Kerfoot they ever. bumped his goal scoring slump. Mitch Marner. 20-game play streak. Come on, streak. let's go. Matt Two Murray goals, baby. with a shutout against Dallas. What a game. Thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight. We appreciate you being in the stream. Nick Barton, Please. where can the people find you? Uh, at Nick Barton on Twitter. Um, at the Leafsnation.com. Uh, Nick Barton on YouTube. That's where I, if there's any Marley stuff happening, I usually try and get it on the Leafs Nation and on my YouTube channel. So that's that's everywhere. If you have questions, Nick is your guy. And Nick, we really appreciate having you on. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us so late on this Tuesday night. Uh, everybody, morning. thank Wednesday you. Wednesday morning. Right. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for coming out again. Uh, my name is Lauren. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the Six. My name is Fuad Suleiman. You can find me at Fuad underscore sports. Like the channel, subscribe. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time, Toronto. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.